0: A word before we jump in this podcast is uncensored and full of spoilers. Consider yourself warned.
1: Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Thanks all over the place. Thanks all over the place. What? Thanks all over the place. Thanks all over the place. Thanks yes. all over the place. Thanks all over the place. <laughs> that was perfect. Amazing. Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. I am Nick, and I am obsessed with ABC TV shows from 2007 to 2008. Is that it?
2: I'm Julie. I don't know what that means. (laughs) I'm glad to be here. i a good time. (laughs) Emma's here. Hi, Emma.
1: I was referencing My Love of Samantha Who, which aired in that same block as Better Off Ted, a show that you have I know I can already hear this so music So many
2: bland white people It's just a lot of bland white people Which I
1: guess is my comfort zone We'll unpack <laughs> that And so many other things in this episode Because we're talking about RuPaul's Drag Race, obviously Julie it's finale
2: also- It's finale of season
1: five And spoilers abound If you've not watched it If you haven't watched it What are you doing? Why are you here? Because this is all we ever talk about anymore What brings us joy? Men in wigs
2: It just does I can't explain why also bringing us joy this week, Love on the Spectrum, a fantastic Netflix dating show about people on the spectrum. Amazing. Highest
1: gemstone rating by me ever. We also talk about, I just remember what I talked about,
2: um, which is myself for a while. And we um, talked about the Emmy nominations, which you actually brought up. So there's another thing we talked about. We which hope you so enjoy. Thanks for listening. <laughs> that
1: was my line. That was my line.
2: Nick, I don't care if you don't answer our texts, except when I have very important would-you-rathers in there, and you did answer one of them. (laughs) So, I don't know if you guys are finding that as you talk to the same people every day during our situation, and I'm not really going anywhere or doing anything, we're sort of running out of things to talk about. And I don't (laughs) want to just talk about the terrible things that are happening all the time, because it just makes me very sad. And there's only so much banana bread one person can eat, so I've downloaded... would you rather and list five of these. And so whenever like the conversation is just headed to the point where I can't take it anymore, I just start asking would you rather questions, (laughs) which seem to be enjoyed by my sister and my friends who I speak to. So I sent them to you guys as well, but I would like to go into them into detail if that's all right, especially that second one I sent. Yeah. And your responses to them. Um, The best response I've gotten was, would you rather lose one of your senses or a a relative, a family member? to which I said, I will get rid of one of my senses, to which Nick said... Nick, what was your response?
1: Okay, so let's pull up the official the official <laughs> verbatim response because I am not about to get slandered again without data on my side, proving just how terrible of a person I am, I guess. Um, let me pull it up. You're still on my phone as twin because you were my voice twin initially, and that's... I know we, what you're talking about. We have the same voice. And we were like, wouldn't it be funny if we hosted a podcast and no one would know who was talking. And then we did that. Your dreams can come true.
2: I wrote, would you rather lose one of your senses or a family member? Nick says, "Senses for sure. Unless we can pick the family member. And does lose mean die?
1: And like a stream of three consecutive texts within the same minute. So, <laughs> we,
2: will not, we will not utter the name that you picked of the family member that you would murder to keep all. No, I did not pick a name. There was no name. <laughs> um, now,
0: everyone knows there was a name that would have saved a sense. Okay, I have
2: well, a name in here. Wait, who? It's somebody who would be proud of you. Oh, Paula Abdul. Paula Abdul. Yeah, I'm going to kill Paula Abdul. Oh, my God. I was like, Paula would be proud. Um, no, I mean I'll kill Paula. I don't know a Paula. Oh, she's heavily medicated Duel. in a lot of pain. It might be good.
1: I mean, yeah, she just might be <laughs> to a sweet put her down. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Is that she's running,
1: like, gonna... Because she's like, because Scat Cat's dead, and that was her one true love. Who? Scat
2: Cat. Remember oh, Scat Cat? One? Yes. Yeah. Two steps forward, two steps back. We come um. together because it's <laughs> attract, you know. I'm sure that Meat and Cat was at least slightly based off of... Scout
1: no, Cat I was thinking. like, it is, it is a wasted opportunity that Meat Cat never got to have his Paula Abdul moment in 30 Rock. Wasted.
2: It's never. It's not over. It's not, anything can happen in the pandemic.
1: That's true, including Meat, Meat Cat's revival. Meat Cat so anyway, yes. Um, no, I was like, I would absolutely lose a sense. And then I was like, well, are there conditionals? Can I choose my own destiny? <laughs> Show me the adventure. And if that adventure means killing off like a third cousin who I've never met... Technically, they're still family. And, I mean, they could be a criminal. I certainly will be after I kill them. Do I have to personally kill them? I just, like, I don't like black and white. I live in the gray.
0: I just want to pick what sense I lose.
2: Which one would you pick? Mm. Smell? That's
1: smart. I would choose smell as well.
2: I don't know. That affects your taste, though. Not necessarily. But I mean, it does It definitely
0: affects your taste,
2: right? <laughs> yeah,
0: true. <laughs> and I'd rather have most than none.
1: <laughs> and there
0: are yeah, lots no. of
2: bad smells.
1: Hearing I can do. Can you imagine how loud I would get? I'd be like Marley <laughs> Matlin on meth. Just like absolutely insane.
2: You know, you're like deep seated. His hatred for Marley Matlin has now come up like two or three times. I'm not. Really it is sure. a love and respect. Why you Marley do not Matlin. love her the way you should.
1: I absolutely adore her. She was the best thing on Desperate Housewives. The was one she episode. on Desperate she on Housewives? Yes,
2: everyone was for I love one that episode. That's
0: how you know her.
2: <laughs> she won Children an of a Award, God? Don't which know She never saw. You never saw it. No, absolutely. She was on the West not. Wing.
0: The West Wing, Joey.
1: <laughs> I've seen Joey from Dawson's Creek. That's a Joey,
2: I know. I've Speaking seen Speaking of Joey, Friends. I have not been able to make myself watch The Kissing Booth 2. And I really I, liked the first one.
0: I know. I just Why? haven't had time. Was she
2: in that, too? <laughs> I have had time. Let me tell you. Wait, was she in the kissing booth, too? Where did that come from? Yeah, the new kissing booth is out. Joey no, King.
1: Oh, uh, OK. I was like, <laughs> and you say I'm the king of non sequiturs. That was wild.
2: Highway robbery, I highway tell you. Highway robbery. That was fucking highway robbery. All right. Oh, my God. Uh, well, if you can keep your
1: now? clothes on, that's really all we ask. It was morning. toasty. I just, like, unzipped a touch. Just, I don't know, you know how much of your
0: shoulders come out. <laughs>
1: I don't know how much of you, me, y'all can see, because my tiny square is just my very large face. Does it
2: seem bigger? (laughs) Yes, exponentially larger. Look, mine's much smaller today. Okay, do not
1: (laughs) explain (laughs) optics to me. Oh, no. I don't understand. my face is so big. Wow.
2: No, it's just like I'm on a new computer, and it's tripping me out.
1: Also, I may have had many mini strokes, so...
2: What is was the proof of that? What are our so symptoms?
1: I went had a telemedicine appointment and I've had some weird like neurological things and they were like could be a stroke, and so they sent me to the oh ER
0: because
1: they were like yeah I, that was yesterday. Um,
2: I know none of this.
1: And yeah, you're making fun of a stroke victim. So I was in the <laughs> ER and because um, the way COVID can present in young people, of which apparently. I still qualify is um, that with felt like, like a dig. No, that but was just me. It's always me about myself always. True. Um, is something called, I don't even remember it, but it's like, you just have a is lot of stroke. Blood. Just ruining that for your brain. Stro- I know, seriously. <laughs> I am an Oscar winner. <laughs> I am a stroke victim. No, so it can cause like blood thickening or something of that nature which can cause like many strokes. So they had me go to the ER and then um, they had me do like a urine test and my urine was essentially black as in hella dehydrated. So just like I cursorily opened my phone and Googled dehydration symptoms and they're very similar to stroke symptoms. <laughs> You'll find out um, but
0: earlier in the day, when his sister says, make sure you drink water. Apparently that's just not good enough advice compared to come to the ER immediately.
2: I just, I love it so much. I am, hold on. Quite- I need us to go back. So, you went to the doctor and they sent you to the ER? You called someone? Or what? What? Tell me the I first went step. to the doctor and they sent me. Well, it was a telemedicine appointment. Because you had an appointment. appointment? I had a telemedicine appointment. So, okay.
1: they can only do so much for the phone. And then, obviously, the symptoms but I was you, just. But
2: This was a standing appointment you already had? Or yeah. you called to me? Okay. And then you said, by the way, I may have suffered some salt strokes. There's a fly in here I'm going to kill. Um, so, just you're like, thing, and you're like, by the way, I feel like I've had what mm-hmm. symptoms?
1: I've had, um, well, I was just like super run down and tired and like all of a sudden like I got a very strong headache and the plates in my hand felt like anvils and that was like Friday and never got better. And so I was legitimately concerned as one does and then I went to the ER and then they were like, let's wait for your COVID test to come back, which I had taken the previous day. So we'll see.
2: So how are you feeling now?
1: Well, I slept for the past 24 hours, so I'm still V tired, but the white claws are certainly helping. Hydration, don't know her.
2: (laughs) How heavy is the white claw? Is it a half an anvil? Is it.
1: I'm gonna, if I had the strength, I would slap you across the face. Unfortunately, (laughs) I do not.
2: But is it is it feeling also heavy or was that?
1: Yes. No. I don't know what's going on. Like something has definitely happened. It's just so tough to know if it's psychological, neurological, which likely, or real neurological, or I'm just thirsty.
2: <laughs> well, I didn't know any of that, so I apologize for my. Oh my god! Reaction Even the halfway
1: through knowing, you still made the jokes.
2: Okay. <laughs> Roll back the tapes. <laughs> Well, it's not exactly like it's being presented in this grave manner. You're like, so then I might have had a stroke. When have (laughs) I ever? I only explain it in the grave manner when I'm like,
1: Emma, let's scroll. Emma, we got to go. Let's boogie, honey.
2: How was your adventure to the ER?
0: Nick wore more PPE than any nurse working there.
1: (laughs) I come in with two face masks, a full face shield, and everyone is walking around which is this tiny face mask, and I'm like, I feel ridiculous, but protected. Everyone else is just, like, super casual. The nurse that I got was like, yeah, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. And I'm just like, for sure, can I have a towel to wipe down my face mask?
2: It is fogging a touch. And you have your glasses on, right? So two face masks, glasses, and a face Plus gym. a hat, yeah. Oh, my God. The
1: nurse was like, wait, you work at Sleepy Bee? And I was like, oh, my God, he's clairvoyant. Oh, I'm wearing a Sleepy Bee hat. Sure. <laughs> Um, the nurse was hella hitting on me, though. Nice, which, male which or I will female? Say, male, female? Which I w- male, male. The good one. <laughs> <laughs> in, this <laughs> con- <laughs> in this context, We're in this let context that go only. We're gonna brain damage. Right in now, this no, context, no, no, no. in this context only, is male preferable to female? Um, but yeah, no, he was, um, which was honestly, I will say, very gratifying. I was like, oh my god, maybe this was one of the reasons the pandemic is so horrible. I haven't had the male gaze on me and i need the male gaze to gaze at me <laughs> I'm that just...
0: outfit sure got the gaze on you <laughs> because
1: i was just constantly yes. no so he was like i love your shirt where'd you get it i was like i don't know then he reaches over and like looks at the tag and he's like oh h&m that was my next guess and like rubs my shoulder and i'm like am i about to like make so much money in this lawsuit or am i just gonna <laughs> enjoy what's happening
2: Emma do you think this actually happened or is this like a stroke induced this guy thinks I'm hot moment
1: what happened to the half apology two minutes oh. ago
2: because then it turned into and then I was there and the male nurse was like totally willing to like get a deadly virus so that he could touch my shirt cause he totally um, uh. I
1: thought our podcast was about our hard-earned optimism and this is how hard I've earned my optimism
2: how hard was his optimism okay oh. <laughs> Jackie Sunderland on the case. So how are you feeling right now? How many gemstones would you give your health at the moment? Oh, I would give it like 40 gemstones right now. Oh, really? 40 gemstones
1: for me? No, I'm like, am I, do I ever exceed 60? Really? In my own estimation? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm feeling okay. I feel like not ideal, but this is bringing me joy. And I like this a lot. I mean, something's wrong. It's just like, it clearly could just be dehydration. Or something in between. Or it could be COVID. I don't know. I haven't got my test back yet.
2: Or a parasite. It could be
1: anything. Who knows? Who knows? It could be ovarian cancer. I've been tested <laughs> for that before.
2: <laughs> fetus and fetus, you know, is my dream diagnosis. So hopefully there's a twin inside of you that never came to life and it's just been growing hair and teeth the whole time. And then it's like pressing on your prostate and then you take it out.
1: I mean, there's almost no way that's happened because I've had my entire body scanned at some point in my life.
2: You know, some hypochondriatic part of me is really jealous of that. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's
1: so fun. This was the longest I've ever waited in an emergency room because usually I'm just like chest pain and I get seen right away. And I'm like, <laughs> deuces to all the people with like broken bones.
0: <laughs> the lack of shame he has upon entering an emergency room is genuinely impressive. It really it's is. Like, it's he like Never a- has
2: felt guilty for calling 911, even though not one time when he called them did he actually have a life-threatening... Well, we didn't know that until I called them. I never called them. It's part of my psychosis. I'm saying in hindsight, you know now that none of those occasions really called for a trip to the emergency room. Yet you feel no shame in calling every single time. I love that about you. It's an emergency service. I'm
1: not going to be the person who's like, Oh, well I didn't know. And I don't want to put them through that. That's their job. That is literally their job. Although I did, um, to the one doctor, I was like, I'm sorry for taking up a bed during a pandemic. Um, and he was like, because you know he was like, you know, I don't think it's a, a stroke. We can move on. I was like, mm, so here are my other symptoms. And then he was like, OK, we can run some more tests. And I was like, perfect. And then um, so I was there for maybe an extra half, an hour and a half than I needed to be. And I was like, hey, I'm sorry for taking up a bed. And he was like, no, we're here to heal. And I was like, and you healed me? <laughs>
2: Well, you obviously have not seen enough Grey's Anatomy in ER, because if you really did have a stroke, you need to get in there and get TPA within an hour or it doesn't work. So
1: Okay, but like also there are isemic attacks and all sorts of mini strokes. And that's what the telemedicine doctor was saying, which was obviously terrifying. He was like, there's only so much I can do from a video conference. And so what we've seen in COVID patients is that young people without, again.
2: Young people Young people
1: <laughs> young people who contract COVID um, can get this blood thickening. So they do have, um, with like no prior symptoms or no prior medical explanation, have these mini strokes that could lead to a big one. So he was like, you should go to the ER. And I was like, OK, well, can I finish up the day at work? And he was like, well, that's up to you. but My medical advice is to go there as soon as possible. Which like, they have to say. But still, right. I was called Emma immediately. I was like, OK,
2: so like, I'm literally dying. <laughs> and Emma, what was your reaction to this call?
0: Well, if I don't go, he is going to call an ambulance and that doubles the cost of this day. So,
2: well, I (laughs) would worry, were you (laughs) you concerned? Like, are you over it at this point? Are you just like, my brother's going to be fine? Most likely.
0: I just know that he won't rest until he gets data. He will rest until he gets all the data he is seeking. So, you know, far be it for me to stand in the way.
1: But honestly, she did have a very funny quip in the car. She was like, this is your splurge. Some people splurge on, like, a TV or a computer. You splurge on a trip to the ER. Because, like, honestly, that is my paradise. I do. I feel the most at home at an ER because I feel like whatever happens to me, I will be taken care of. But even my doctor, he was like, yeah, I had it. And, you know, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine until you're not. And that's usually so, like, for the first week I was waiting for the other shoe to drop when, you know, you die, and then I didn't. And usually young people who get it don't die. And I was like, so I feel like you were going for comforting, but I still don't have my COVID results back, so now I'm back to terrified.
2: Well, they also have said, my nurse friends, that um, they're much better at treating it now than they were in the beginning, because obviously they knew nothing, and now yeah. they know a lot.
0: Um, yeah.
1: but Sweet Emma was like, so like, am I coming into the waiting room? I was like, absolutely not. You will burn everything I've touched, and <laughs> you will burn this car, I'll pay for a new one. <laughs>
2: Not that floral shirt. We all love the floral shirt, if it's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, That's gone. That has been thrown away. Uh, Okay, you were giving first dibs. What did you want to talk about? What did you watch? What did you consume? So I think we should talk about the... um, Drag Race, let's let's just do Drag Race. Bring the yeah. What'd you think?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I that was my last laugh. I am thrilled, honestly, with the choice. There was no other way. Although it was heartbreaking to watch their live Zoom. Did you see that?
2: Yes. Juju B was so ready to win. She w- and she or to could tie, have. and she deserved to. Because I thought Juju actually maybe won this lip sync. She was actually, phenomenal. Here's my here's my breakdown of the <laughs> of the lip sync. Miss Cracker. Is going on over at Emma's party. Like she's performing that night, and we're gonna all go watch Cracker there. Yay. And then Juju B is gonna headline at the cabaret and she's gonna kill it. And Shay is doing a one woman show at the Taft. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Miss Cracker was not up to the level of everybody else. Her gimmick was not good. No. Juju B was selling it, but in like an old school drag way of doing it. And I felt like yeah. Shay was like, I'm gonna take this to the next level. And I'm not just gonna do the same things everybody does. I'm gonna perform this piece for you.
1: Um, That is a very astute and correct response, I believe. That's so true, because Cracker is just not on the same level
2: as She wasn't even in the camera range. She's like way over, spinning on the side.
1: No, you just see her in the background. And then just like tiny little smoke whiffs out of her her titties. And it was like. I think it was glitter. (laughs) Was it glitter? That's what I heard. It it was supposed to
0: be like a glitter cannon. We're just glad that no butterflies were harmed in the filming of this. <laughs> yeah, so right. true.
2: I just thought her tiny hair wasn't like movable. Like if you're going to dance, you want hair that like goes to town with you. It was like frozen head, frozen head. If we you learn two
0: you can just rip out of you. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. If we learn
1: two things from India Farah, it's hairography cells <laughs> and India Farah is trash.
2: We've learned so many more things from India Farah, Like, don't slick your hair back. Don't wear the same outfit you wore on another show. Don't wear titties from 1974. We've learned a lot from India
1: Oh, my God. Her titties were so close together, too. (sighs) And that, like, boob jiggle? I don't like that. Do you like that? It was like, no. It was like Boa and that one construction challenge when they were so close together. And I was just like, they're going to read this to Phil. And Jeffrey Bowen Chapman was like, I love it. I love it. The rest of you literally suck my dick and die.
2: The excitement level of the judges from Canada is I'm just living for them. I know they're being mean and they're more cutthroat in our version, but I think they are so into the lip sync and I love Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. You know, I have well, a whole room. Dedicated you're the only crystals. one left. He's think also going to give big snaps and finger waves and he's yeah. loving it. The only person that can pull off those terrible, terrible rhyming puns is RuPaul. And I don't know why. But anybody else doing it, it's like, God, this is like fingernails on a chalkboard. Mm -hmm. I feel bad for them that they have to do those ridiculous lines. You could just say, Jimbo, you're amazingly creative. This week, I just didn't go for it. You know, you can go to the back of the stage. It doesn't have to be Jimbo. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 pun, pun. (laughs) So... I'm sorry for him that he has to do that. Yeah, I, I mean, it is. I mean,
1: I do love a good pun, and I feel like it's part of RuPaul, but it's not part of Drag Race. And you can have your own personality and be lovely. They don't do that in Thailand. Or maybe I just don't understand it because it's in Thai.
2: They have something to say.
1: Did you ever notice that? Did you watch
2: ANTM? Uh, yes. Course. Okay, In comment. America, in Australia? Where else? What, yes? Uh,
1: I will say Australia's was the best. And we have discussed
2: this, and the worst season ever was short people. No offense <laughs> to short people. But, I mean, but like, some offense. Just
1: grow. If you want to no. be better, just grow.
2: <laughs> no, love it. I love it. I still love to watch ANTM, it's, it's comforting. Have you done Australia yet? No. Okay, wh- as soon as you're done with the, the men in wigs, head on over. Yeah. Because he is <laughs> amazing. He's like a piece of crap. He looks so cheap all the time. He's a designer, and he's mm-hmm. like, it just doesn't look good. She doesn't look expensive. You're like, you're wearing like mirrored sunglasses on your bald head. Yeah. What are you talking about?
1: He looks like Trixie should do him for Halloween. Um, either as a costume or an OnlyFans special feature. I don't care. Because just goddamn. Um,
2: but like in Canada and Australia, they'll just be like, you just look chubby. Your thighs look big. They just go at them. And you're like, um, that girl weighs like 18 pounds. Back up. <laughs> It's but, wild. You know, Tyra would always be like, there's room for curvy models. There's room for everybody. You're like... Oh, they
1: just me. never won. <laughs> no. There's room, just not on my show.
2: There was one girl who won one year. Whitney. Yeah, She was
1: the first plus size. I remember being very excited about it. And then realizing later that Anya should have won. And that Takara should have been the first curvy queen to win.
2: And Isis should have been the first trans performer to
1: win. 100%. Who's your favorite winner?
2: I, it's got to it's be Eva because she still exists
1: yeah so my favorite never won any of their seasons so
2: you just asked me who was my favorite winner and then you you answer it with I don't really like any of the winners why are you making me look bad in front of Emma I know this is first of all this is just another aside
1: another aside I have a favorite winner okay Um, but I did just want to say I'm not going to share it yet because anticipation next (laughs) week we'll find out I know you gotta keep them coming back so I, just like the first four seasons, um, because I started watching it as reruns on VH1, and then mm-hmm. the first live series that I watched, or Cycle rather, obviously Tyra has her own word for it, was Cycle 5, the one that Nicole won.
2: What about, oh, Niall could also be one of my favorite winners. I loved Niall, and he still exists. Ni- Niall is great,
1: yeah. I mean, first season I wanted Shannon, because that was still my like Dean is the greatest person ever phase cycle 2 I wanted Mercedes more than anything she deserved it um cycle 3 I wanted Amanda cycle wow. 4 I wanted Kaylin Kaylin is my all-time favorite ANTM cast member Who is it Kaylin she was the runner up of C- cycle 4 I would craft narratives in which she would win um as imaginary games in my youth. I remember I was watching like in high school one of the cycles and then I switched to something that I thought was more manly as if everyone in my family didn't already know that I was just like,
2: She is not like memorable that. to me at all. Wow. Who was the winner? Who won that season? Um, that was... I mean, you're just rattling off names like you've got these permanently. <laughs> I remember She's the people like... I love. She was the one with- Oh, uh, I love her. What is her name?
1: With uh, yeah, she has short had... hair.
2: She's mm-hmm. gorgeous. She's a model.
1: She's a model. Nio- Naima. Nio- Naima. 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 Mora. Yeah. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Yeah. I think Kaylin didn't win because she looked too much like another model.
2: Well, well we start our rewatch of Antm, which could be next if we ever run out of drag content. Um, <laughs> Antm is really good, and you can fast forward through a lot of the nonsense, which I really enjoy.
1: Oh, I love watching it back on Hulu because you can just, yes. you, it, you can watch an entire season in an hour.
2: Yeah, because I just want to watch the photo. I just want to hear them critique the photos. Yeah. And see what garbage they're wearing on their runway. They're like, you look like a prostitute, not a model. Like, they've explained the rules to you how many times you wear a short skirt or some nice fitting pants and a white tank top, pull your hair up, clean face, let's go.
0: It's done like, it's,
1: it's not hard. I mean, just, it's like, I knew the rules so well. And I was so ready to strut my stuff on the runway. I was too short when I was initially watching it. Then I grew. It's called Perseverance. <laughs> so
2: any other highlights from Drag Race? <laughs> um, yeah, would, who do you think had the best runway?
1: Should we watch oh my the God. runway?
2: Yes, I have it queued up and ready to go.
1: Amazing. Perfect. I saw that tab, and I thought so,
2: and I wanted to give you the amazing cue up. I was like, let's do, this is everybody runway, though. This is all the queens. Take
0: it to the runway.
1: Take it to the runway. Runway. Take it to the runway.
2: runway. Take it to the runway. Runway. Come on, girl. Put your face in the walk. Head to toe. Let your whole body talk. Well, I like that one better. But we're all good to do, like, it's everybody. It's not just their final, it's the everyone.
0: I know, which I love that they did that.
2: Yeah, me too. Even better than having a reunion. Just, like, give them a couple seconds.
0: Let them show off a gown. They all brought them. (laughs) They did.
2: It is sweet. I do love that they all had one opportunity. Oh, boy. Michelle looks like the Witches of Eastwick there. This is not. She's like
1: Ursula, the early years.
2: All right. Quit your chatting and go see some ladies. Oh, my God. Carson is so sparkly. (laughs) I
0: know.
1: I love that as his hairline goes back, so does his facelifts.
2: Oh, God, what is this? Here comes Derek <laughs> Barry and like.
1: <laughs> she's Elsa, which is appropriate because she's white and cold.
0: She doesn't she's look much like Britney, is probably the best thing I can say about this. She doesn't yeah. look,
1: look like a drag queen, though. I mean, she tried something else and, you know, it was an
2: attempt. Did you see her crown fell off and they just yeah. showed it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they like the shady editing. Is
0: Called wild. out.
2: <laughs> I mean, Angina is tiny, a she's little a little person. And this, I think this looks great. I think it's cool. She looks stunning. I love, I do love
1: those thigh tattoos. Just any tattoo on the thigh. It's crazy, and those look exceptional. I love the nod that her little hat was from her reunion look. Right. I mean, I love that she was like, Mayhem, are you fucking kidding me? You voted yourself out. Like we could have swapped <laughs> places. I actually wanted to be here. And this yeah. look shows her face the look shows at my fucking look. She like robbed, the robbed queen of the season was Mariah. She
2: is gorgeous. I don't know what happened on this episode of some 70s to come why Mayhem is wearing this outfit. I was like,
1: Mayhem was one of your faves looking in. Do you still feel good about that? <laughs>
2: Once again, I like her presence on Instagram. Sure. I like the energy she portrays. Oh, God. Here comes oh, India my Farrah. God. Sorry.
1: India Pharaoh disappeared on our screens and our will Why? to live cease to exist.
2: This I mean, she's so just like.
1: Dated, she looks terrible. She, I mean, I, no, she's absolutely horrible. It's like Vegas showgirl washes up dead. Oh. Here's her corpse after three days SBU. Kunk, kunk. Dun, dun. I do love this look from Alexis. I just, I mean, she obviously should have been top four. She should have probably been top three over Cracker. And just looks stunning. She looks good. I don't have a particular affinity for the pageant looks, but this is very well done.
2: And as Alexis says, not pageant, but close. Here is Blair's crowning moment of the season. She looks amazing here. Legitimately wonderful. looks unreal. She could walk any runway. I don't know who designed that. I should because she talked about it on pack Packing, but her makeup, is, yeah. her headpiece. It's it
1: looks ridiculous. Like if Bianca Del Rio was like a Russian doll, the next iteration inside that was like smaller and skinnier would be. No, Bianca is more attractive. No, G-G- Bianca <laughs> in the reunion look when she was all silver encrusted. Yes. Juju looks amazing. This is the greatest she's ever looked. And she looked kind of trash at several moments in the season yes. and suddenly stunning. Perhaps it's and all the more, more stunning spinning. because she had some missteps, but I think in its own right,
2: just exceptional. It just fits her beautifully. Her makeup is amazing. Her headdress is it's just powerful. She's got the right walk. She's got the right everything. Talk about power. A&TM. It
1: immediately yeah. reminded me of Cycle 6 when they went to Thailand.
2: Oh, Miss Cracker, Cracker. I don't understand. I like this look. Okay. Shea Coulee. Okay, Shay's face is gorgeous. Does this outfit show off her figure? No. Is she look like she's floating in a cloud? Yes. Do I love her more than anything? Yes. Is this my favorite outfit? No. But I think she's beautiful. It does remind me
1: of sort of a traditional Asian silhouette where the waistline a is higher.
2: A Humboldt. Humboldt. Yeah. Humboldt. Sure. Humboldt? Humboldt County. Like what Kim Chi would wear. Exactly. Yes. Uh, so then we come to the final lip sync. Once again, I think... I'm correct about my assessment, but I will let you speak your
1: mind. <laughs> okay, yeah. Are we going to live react? Um, let's talk about the looks. Who's your fave?
2: I mean, Shay is not wearing a lip sync outfit. Oh, no, it's, it's a crowning outfit, though. It is a crowning outfit. I don't know. I don't like Jujube's fringe, but I, I'm telling you, I want to be as beautiful as Jujube. I want all of us to be as beautiful. She's gorgeous. And her
1: eyes are so expressive. And I think that's the difference between her and Miss Cracker for sure. And yes. a little bit of Shea Coulee is that she sells the emotion of the song so well.
2: Not during clap back though. I feel like her eyes were dead because she was like N5, N6, N9 going to the left. She was yeah. kind of marking it, whereas Shea was yeah. like, I'm doing it, let's go. And even Cracker, but yes, Cra- Cracker's eyes do not emote. No, she doesn't have the skill. Who's your favorite outfit? What do you guys like? What do you want to wear? What would you like to wear?
0: Ugh, I mean, none of those really. <laughs>
2: Um, I do think I could rock a lilac wig though. I, do. I think yes. All yeah.
0: the wigs. <laughs> I would try.
1: Um, I think if Juju's was in a different color, it'd be my favorite. Her I outfit or her hair? Her outfit. <laughs> what do you think I
2: was going to say? And I don't know what, is Cracker trying to be Madonna? What is she doing with the cone boobs? I don't know. And the blonde well, that, hair was, that doesn't that move. That
1: was the conduit for her glitter, I guess. I literally thought they were tiny
2: wasps of smoke. I thought it was sand. So I was glad. I guess glitter <laughs> is sand.
1: Which is what boobs feel like, according to Steve Carell in 40 Old Virgin. Just bags of well, sand. Well,
2: my wet bags of sand, oh, show. That's all I know. All right, so let's do some, uh, you know, gemstones. Gemstones for season five, or the ass season, as Alexis Mateo wrote. A S S. A S. All right, get your chat buttons ready, people. People at home. How many gemstones? all-stars season ass yeah reveal okay 80 80? okay so (laughs) emma 96 julie 94 and nick with a heart-wrenching 80 so here's your top
0: three was the top three (laughs) i know
2: and that's the thing i felt it
1: was too predictable and i felt that I know, it was fun, but I didn't love the lip sync assassin and the way that it was done. Do not flip me off. I'm
2: scratching my nose.
1: (laughs) You're such a monster. Um, Perhaps 80 was too harsh. It's just what I felt in my heart at the moment. And it's just, I felt like it was too predictable. I felt like the moments were too produced at times. Jujubee absolutely carried the season. She was stunning and amazing. Shea obviously won, she deserved to win, but it felt like a foregone conclusion.
2: Can we rely on nothing in this world? Can we <laughs> no. just say, Shay Koulet should win and she did, thank God, because everything else is insane. No, that's true, no, the
1: winning felt justified. It was super good, it was deserved, it was wonderful. I think it is because I constantly rate everything against All-Stars 2. And All-Stars 2 was like, the, All-Stars 2 was my 96. And then All-Stars 4 was Club 96. <laughs> And then All Stars Three 96. also happened.
2: <laughs> anyway,
1: what do you? Why do you guys justify your very high scores?
2: I feel like I already did. I loved the Lipstick <laughs> Assassin. I thought that was such a great idea. They weren't all great, but most of them were amazingly fun. And then there's more queens we get to see do what they do great. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I want to see all these people again, so that's fun. I mean, even the ones I don't, it's fine too. But. I feel closer to Shay and Juju B. We're we'll good friends now. It's so like we can hang out. Yeah, there was enough drama, not too much drama. The there were, but there was what one really bad episode with the hotels. Fun judges, I loved it. Shay won. All's right with the world. She deserved it. I'm super excited.
1: Correct. Yeah. The only other alternative that would have made sense would have been a tie with her and Juju. Do you ever think it's
2: too much drag? Not while I got nothing to do and the boys in the lipstick make me happy. Nope. I don't think so. I uh, mean, we didn't mean to turn into a RuPaul podcast. We just want to talk about what's going on right now, but hey.
1: It's going on incessantly. Um, Sounds good to me. Well, another thing that's going <laughs> on is the Emmys. So it feels very in line with what we do because it's awards specifically for things that we watch. And did you get a chance to look at the Emmy nominations?
2: A whisper, but tell me your
1: highlights. So I mostly just watch it for the reactions on Twitter, so I know what to be outraged about. And <laughs> Which, What are we outraged about? So currently we're outraged about um, any other pose actor, specifically any of the pose actresses, besides Billy Porter. Billy Porter. Getting any nomination. So that specifically revolved around MJ Rodriguez, um, mm-hmm. who plays Blanca. Um, and her lack of nomination, and how that's absolutely horrific and incorrect. Also, that Merritt Weaver didn't get a nomination for Unbelievable. Both shows I don't really watch. I haven't watched <laughs> any of Unbelievable. I only watched like the first three episodes of Pose. But I'm on Twitter, just like absolutely, <laughs> this is a fucking disgrace. A cab. All right. Is that? Did I do that right? Did I do Twitter right? I know. I know. Um, but let's go through some of the
2: nominations. So Well, let's go with my hot takes. Thanks for asking. So um okay, Shits <laughs> Creek got like a million nominations. Yes. And that is a show that makes my heart happy. Issa Rae and her show got a ton of nominations. Those are the two things that I know. But I just that's all I know. So my my hot takes weren't even long. It wouldn't even interrupt your train of thought. Um, <laughs> I'm excited about Shits Creek. Oh, I'm excited for Nicole Byer. Even though I don't like Nails It, I think she's great, and yes, I yeah. I myself. mean, I figured that would have been your hottest take of all. Well, I don't like that show, but I love her podcasting, and I you know I I wish her well. I feel like she you know, yeah. I don't know. I feel like she's got a lot going on, and she could use a nice thing. But I hope that Schitt's Creek wins everything, unless Insecure does. Um, although. Christina Applegate and Linda Cardarelli are both nominated for Dead to Me. Right. That's exciting. Okay, that's a, that's a hot category. The Chick from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I don't enjoy. Chicks from Dead to Me. Catherine O'Hara from Schitt's Creek. Issa Rae from Insecure. And Tracy Alls Rock from Blackish.
0: Yeah. That is I know. a hot
2: category. I watch all those shows except for Maisel.
1: Yeah, I never got I mean, I feel like we've talked about this before um, because I could not do Maisel. Yeah. And, and yet I it gets all one the one they awards. I mean, up. I feel like. First of all, the first season of Killing Eve is amazing. Second season, solid. Third season, forgettable. And I feel like this happens so often in award seasons where they ride the strength of their initial season and just get consistently nominated. It's just like you're so used to nominating these people. And I don't know, both Jodie Comer and um, Sandra Oh have both won some awards for their portrayals. They both deserved it. I don't think they were the strongest this year. I mean, they were good, just like the rest of the series wasn't as good. So I don't know. I feel like there could have been room there for perhaps some other nominees.
2: In what though? Like what are we watching that we care about that we're like, why didn't you nominate? I mean, I may destroy you. I think is will be in next year. Well, yeah. I expect her to get everything next year. Like have to have like a flea bag year, like Phoebe Waller Bridge did.
1: Yeah, you would hope so. I mean, it is rough because it aired immediately after the window for nomination for this year, so it's going to be an
2: entire year and. I think she's going to ride that wave, though. Have you watched yeah. that show yet? No. Have you? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm in it. I think I told you we got to a scene that was disturbing, and so take, I'm taking a breath. But it yeah. is a fresh take. Like, the same, same as Phoebe Waller-Bridge. It's a voice I've never heard before, a perspective I've never seen before. It's, it's just a vibe I've never felt before. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's really well written and really well acted and a lot. It's just a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, I, I think next year she will, she will destroy all of us and win everything. <laughs> As she so. should. First of all, chewing gum is
1: so much fun. Love so chewing good. gum.
2: So good. And then she like had this whole journey into making this next show and reclaiming her power. And Netflix offered her a million dollars, but not a producer and wouldn't let her produce it. And she's like, bye then, I'll figure it out myself. And she did. And good for her, you know, and just oh, so smart. It's so. I mean, you know, obviously we can watch the same crap again and again and again. You can start a new cycle of ANTM tomorrow. I'll be there. RuPaul's <laughs> Dragons. you got it. I'm here. Okay. What happens? We judge people, they go home, love it. Um, but when there's something brand new, fresh take, fresh eyes, you're just like, yeah. wow, and wow, just so well done. I mean, Fleabag for me is in its own world. And now I may destroy who goes there with it. You know, just yeah. amazingly brilliant women telling something I've never seen and I love it. And there's a hot ass priest who wouldn't make <laughs> out with me in real life, but that's okay. I mean, just because he's gay. I hope that's the only reason, not because I'm disgusting. No, oh yes. my god,
1: that's not what I was. Because I got to lady
2: what, what? Calm down.
1: <laughs> All right, well, who who is your winner in each? Well, also, let's talk about. Have you watched Watchmen?
2: Because I think I we have, seen have to. I have a couple episodes of it. It's very upsetting. Is it? Very smart. Very upsetting. Lots of things I didn't know. Yes. Uh Regina King King is amazing. She's amazing. She's an Oscar winner. She but she's just like one of those people that is in it wholeheartedly. It's yeah. in every fiber of her being, you know? You're just watching it and you're just like, Wow, she is beyond. I love her. I have, also watched loved, Watchmen?
1: I have not watched I have not watched it. I need to now because it got twenty six nominations, the most of any show. It got Did it? it got twenty six, yeah.
2: Right? RuPaul's Drag Race got nominated. That's good. It got 13 nominations. Yeah, that might be a lot.
1: That, I mean, <laughs> I think it's like, there's like the creative Emmys as well. I'm assuming it's involved in that.
2: Um, but I mean,
1: it's just like best editing for reality show. It won that one. Or it didn't win it, but it got nominated.
2: Specifically because it of shouldn't. that. It shouldn't. Why? Because they cut Cherry Pie out of last year? Or? I mean, I think because
1: of that one shot of Jan. <laughs> when she lost the musical. Uh, <laughs>
2: Um, but yeah, in comedy series, how many of these have you seen? Curb Your Enthusiasm, Dead to Me, Good Place, Insecure, Kaminsky Method, Maisel, Shits Creek, What We Do in Shadows. I've seen uh, four of
1: them. I have seen The Good Place, Dead to Me, Insecure,
2: and Shits Creek. Yeah, four. Yeah, same. Same, same four. Oh my god.
1: Oh my yeah.
0: god. It's almost like we should Eva, have a Have podcast you watched anything
2: together. on there we haven't watched?
0: I watched Maisel. I'm pretty sure I've watched. I'm current on Maisel. Yeah, I think I Maisel's do love- the only one I do that. You guys don't.
1: Also, outstanding guest actress in a comedy series. My Rudolph is nominated twice, mm-hmm. both as the judge in The Good Place and as Kamala Harris in Saturday Night Live.
2: <laughs> She's really funny on The Good Place. Her character does not fit with anyone else's. Doesn't make any sense, and I love it.
1: Ah, uh, it's just so exceptional. I love her.
0: We have to watch the last season of Shit's Creek still. I know. I, I know. OK, I know.
2: Um, well, let's set a date and figure out when you're going to do that so we can talk about it, because the last episode deserves to be talked about. It's so good. It's so nice when something ends well. It's so I rare. Still... It's
0: that does deserve to be celebrated.
2: So what I feel
1: <laughs> from the Emmy Awards nominations as well is I sort of looked for it as like back to me is I sort of look for shows that I guess I should be watching and I guess I need to be watching Succession and The Morning Show because that just got a fuck ton of nominations. The Morning Show feels like it's just because there're a lot of it high caliber Yeah, it just feels like there's a lot of high caliber actors like The Tourist when Angelina Jolie and Johnny Depp got nominated for an absolute trash movie just because they're high caliber stars. It feels similar with The Morning Show. But Succession I've have heard great things about.
2: White is men doing evil mind. things. What? Who fucking cares? Is I'm that like what crazy. it's about? <laughs> What's it yeah, about? It's, it's a giant white family who are terrible people doing terrible things to each other. I don't. It is. It is evil white men. It's, I've tried because like lots of podcasts I listen to. There's like a rewatchables about it. It's a big deal. I want to like it, and I'm just like, oh, this is. I've seen Dirty Sexy Money, and that wasn't good either. But I don't know. I'm not interested in white men dicking around with money and fucking over their families like i watched dynasty i got it (laughs) (laughs) i know it's well written i don't i like uh, kieran culkin's on it there are good people on it yeah i mean i just like literally
1: every category has at least two successions
2: yeah it's like the you know white supremacists get their kicks in i don't know not that the people that are making the show that's their intention but that's what it feels like it's so nice to see so much diversity and inclusion and different points of view. And I'm like, we really, do we really have to watch capitalist white men fight over money with their daddy? Come on. 2020, people. 2020. I'm just looking at the I data. mean, do we really need to trust the Emmys? The Masked Singer is nominated as is Nailed It and The Voice. Like,
1: who cares? Also, what is Black Monday? I have no idea what that is. But Don Cheadle apparently is oh, amazing Oh, it's Paul Shear.
2: It. Um, uh, Casey Wilson... Don Cheadle. It's in set in the 70s. It's interesting. I, I think you have to get more into it. I've watched a couple episodes. Is
1: the Kaminsky method great. good? Because everything in my body says not to watch it.
2: I haven't watched it, but I've heard really good things from like my sister and other people, but it's just never calling my name.
1: Are they trustworthy?
2: I mean, yeah. Alright. How do you feel about but your We sister? have other things on the list. You people haven't watched the last season of Shits Creek. I don't even know why we're having a podcast when <laughs> you can be watching that right now. <laughs> I have like 26 things I watched this week that are better than things we're talking about. Like, no, no, you're not watching Succession. You need to be watching um, Love on the Spectrum. Have you guys watched that yet?
1: No. What's no. that? Is that autism stuff? Oh, my stuff? God.
2: Okay. So we've been through Love is Blind, right? We've been yeah. through Yeah. Also, notice
1: that, like, literally everything we've watched is not nominated for anything, <laughs> nor does it deserve to be.
2: Wrong again. Magic. Hmm. These shows are amazing. Love is Blind so, and Tha, tha. I blind, did not see that. Love is Blind, Trash, Circle, Awful, um, <laughs> and then Indian Matchmaking, Fantastic, So Sweet, and then... Once again, you read deeper and you find out it's awful. It just shows the caste system and the color disparity and all the differences, you know, like between the caste system in in Bombay and in India and you know, only rich, affluent, lighter-skinned people, and they want the women to be flexible, which means, like, subservient to the men. So I didn't notice any of that because I watched it with my white gaze, and I just, like, gaze, like, G-A-Z-E, not G-A-Y-S. I watched it alone with my eyes and my white gaze. Sure, 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 sure. so I just really liked it. And then I read <laughs> afterward, like, how terrible it is. So that feels terrible. So then Love on the Spectrum comes, and this is adults on the autism spectrum, or have Asperger's, um, looking for love. And they it's Australian... And there's, once again, not enough diversity or inclusion. Um, but there is a little bit of um, LGBTQ representation. I don't know. I- I've spent a good amount of time in my life working with people with disabilities. And I'm, the more time you spend with those people who are labeled that way, you start to realize we might be the ones with the disabilities. It's, it's not them, right? Yeah. So this group of people that they, what we, what we get to go on dates with them, are the most genuine. They have no ability for subtlety or passive aggression it's all just right there and you know I, I would like to be married I bought these love turtles I got her a heart I promise I will be the man of her dreams no. they go out on a date and turn to each other and say I, I I didn't have any romantic feelings did you I didn't either well thank you for coming then so it's just there's are just great people no subtext no bullshit um just amazing and uh, when you were saying earlier about Nick, and this is not, not to, anyway, this couple's about to go out, and they're on a vacation, Wait, what about, he's brought wait what, a, what about Nick? What we'll about get Nick? you there. Okay. With um, a blue suit and brown shoes, but he's brought black socks, and um, they're both on the spectrum, and she's super excited. It's a big fancy dinner. It's their first big trip away together, and he goes to in the other room of the Rubik's Cube to sort of you know calm himself down, and- She's like, well, you know, we'll do this and we'll do that. We'll, you know, let's get going. And he's like, okay. And she's like, so do we, we have to go buy the black socks, blue socks? He's like, yeah, yeah, we do. And they're just, you know, they're just who they are. It's, it's so, it's so refreshing to see people who just are who they are and putting it out on the table. And I'm sure they're afraid of rejection, but they're so just, they just are who they are. And I'm in, madly in love with all of them. And as Twitter said, if Mark and Michael don't find love, I'm going to burn down Twitter because they are the most amazing people. This girl goes on a date with a guy who turns out to be just not for her. Yeah. But her instant thought is, I must like girls. So then she goes out with a girl because she's like, I went on a date with a boy. I didn't like it. I must like girls. Do you like girls? I don't know. I didn't like a boy, so I must like girls. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Pure, pure and beautiful. And yes, there's things wrong with it, but it's just... If, you, if, they, if you're wondering if there are still just amazing people left on the planet, there are. And they're all on the show. And Aww. I would be grateful to be friends with all of them. Even where they would be like, you're rude. I don't like you at all. Um, it's on Netflix. <laughs> okay, well, I was like, on where on can we spectrum. watch it? All right, all right, all right. It's on Netflix. I highly recommend it. I will be re-watching it weekly for a while. What sort of things so do they happy. do on
1: dates? Do they do traditional, like, well, doing in a movie? Well, so that's
2: the thing they end up going on what we would call like a neurotypical date and those don't go as well and yeah. they have a social coach who's trying to help them like, you know, if there are lulls in the conversation, ask questions of the other person but it's really hard if you don't really care. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the neurotypical dates like sitting at a bar or in a restaurant where they've never been before is really struggling but there are a couple activity dates and one date they go cut down sunflowers together Aww. and another one they take a pottery class together. Both of which sound um,
1: very lesbian. It was Chloe on both of those.
2: No, but she was on one of them and okay. I won't ruin which one. All right. uh, <laughs> Chloe goes on a date with a girl named Lotus. Um, it's great. So, um, but you know, like for me, that would also be comforting. Sitting across from someone, I can interview you all day long, obviously, but to have an activity, well, come on. Just great. Come on. Just yeah. great. What would be
1: your favorite daytime activity?
2: I mean, I like to make crafts, I like to cook, yeah. I like to put things together. I don't know. I mean, I don't know where I fit on anything, but. Having an activity just calms me down a little bit. Something to do with my hands. I, I don't have as much time to critique every word that comes out of my mouth and everything I say and everything I do, you know yeah. what they're doing. And
1: I feel like that's why so many people What's hook up. What's
2: your favorite tea time activity, Nick?
1: Um, I don't know, sex. No, I um, <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know. I do actually like I miss. I do miss bars and restaurants. Like, I, I do enjoy that atmosphere. Um, I'm eating, which I love. I'm drinking, which I also very much enjoy. And I'm talking about myself mostly. That's, like, the triumvirate of things that I enjoy. <laughs> so that, I guess, neurotypical, uh, even though I would not describe myself that way, is, um, is solid. But no, I think the idea <laughs> of something... I, I mean, I don't know. I also like movies because then you just like stop talking for a bit because there does become a point and a threshold where I'm like, I immediately lose everything in my tank. And it's just like, oh, my God, I'm going to go silent and like three, two, one, bye. So having like a dinner and a movie sort of gives an opportunity to just like stop talking for a while. In fact, it's frowned upon.
2: Other than you know the expression "don't shit where you eat," which I've done only. I've only ever dated people I worked with. <laughs> You've or... only ever shit where you eat.
1: <laughs> you like... know what
2: I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I only ever shit where I eat, motherfuckers. It's just a straight tube down. <laughs> I eat when yeah. I shit. But I've only been on like one date with a person who like wasn't somebody I worked with, and it it went terribly wrong, terribly, terribly. Really? Wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just I mean I you do it all the time or used to go out on tinder and meet people
1: memories and, <laughs> all, alone. The great before. Um, all alone in the attic i know well yeah no i used to love, like first dates i love first dates
2: i think those are <sighs> super fun sustaining a relationship is with with something rest that i struggle your, with <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that that mixes with the rest of your uniqueness i would think they would be anxiety creating for you i mean no i tend to it's people that i
1: feel most comfortable with that like a lot of triggers of my OCD manifest more because I'm in a state where I can be a bit more of my true self. And unfortunately my true self is like hella addled sometimes. So it's like, if I'm with like Emma is the person I feel most comfortable with. And unfortunately that can often manifest in just like this dead silent husk of a human, who is incapable of speaking because the rest of my life is super performative. But with Emma, I feel like I can be my most genuine self. And if I've already given away all my spoons, it gives me an opportunity to recharge because I feel safest and most comfortable with her. And it provides me the opportunity for like a rejuvenation that I don't experience with anyone else on this earth.
2: And again, oh my god, Emma, you're the best sister ever. Sorry. She is. No, she literally,
1: she is the greatest human ever. And the fact that she's my sister also is like, oh my god, bingo. And she so, can
2: glow up. Look at her. Glow up. Work, oh, work, she's work. absolutely
1: stunning. So um, first dates are the first dates are fun because like when I it's a new experience with someone, that's when it's like I have to turn on all my charm and I can do all that because it's like a new experience, and I, I have nothing else to prove. And I feel like I always am in competition with myself, where it's like, oh, our last interaction went really great. So this needs to hold a candle to that. Which the first time it's just like you have no understanding of who I am as a person. I can do whatever the fuck I want. And then after we conclude that date, that's when the expectations start. And I'm like, okay, I shan't be seeing you ever again.
2: (laughs) Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and...